0: Hey guys, what's up? How's work today? I mean, man. I place. They will kill me for that place. <laughs> and I, I don't have <laughs> <talk, laughs> y- Like You don't understand. The other day I was driving my wife. Don't be fast, You just
1: notice naturally to not come here. I mean, okay.
0: If I go out now, I have to come back home. I have to My business now is uh, ever since I got married. Yeah, my wife just
2: got like, to what I
0: should eat, when I should eat, when she cooks. I have to eat immediately. Yeah, every single time she gets off
2: the page, we also make the bed. Even when she goes to the next, when she comes back, she'll wake me up. So, so who that. says men don't talk? We are going to be getting together to say it as it is. The men's rule hi thanks for joining in this is the men's room i'm onimisi adaba and boy do i have a treat for you now i've got me some special friends a couple who have come in here to share their story i call it broken and mended now you know in life you're either in trouble you're out of trouble or you're just headed towards one that's their story as a couple in their marriage you know all nice and sweet they had it great started off quite well until they got hit by life itself and so we took a different turn it took them south you know what it means right yeah it went down south but guess what they found their way back up again they didn't stay down south they came right back up again and they've got their story and they will share it right here in the men's room but we'll take a quick break and when we come back mr and mrs Adeniji will tell their story this is men's room okay welcome back if you were just hooking up the men's room it is and you haven't missed much i've got me in the house mr and mrs Ateniji. they've got their story to share to tell and i'm not going to take any calls as it is in fact no text messages no nothing i just want us to listen to their own side of the story how crazy it was how ugly it was how rough and 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 tough it was for them but through it all they came back up again yeah Thanks for coming and it's good to have you on board. Thanks Thanks for for having having us. Gosh, I don't know where to start, but there's a beginning. So let's look for the beginning. Now, you've been married how long? 18 years. 18 years. And out of the 18 years, you guys have had the storm, the winds, the rains, the crazy times, (laughs) the hell and high water times. For how long? There was a six and a half year tsunami, uh, for
0: want of a better expression. We were separated for six and a half years. We were actually in court. We'd been granted the uh, divorce nisi. Mm. with just uh, one court hearing to go. That would have granted the divorce absolute.
2: What happened? I mean, where did you lose it? How long did you date for?
3: About uh, five years.
2: Dated for five years and then got married eventually finally (laughs) dating is over he's mine she's mine and then after how many years did it happen pretty much immediately immediately
3: (laughs) Wow
0: yeah I think that was the that that was the that was a rude awakening because I think to a large extent couples tend to be besotted with one another they are swept off their feet they are um, they're, they're completely overwhelmed with what is happening And I think to a large extent Because love is the dominant factor The couple seem to think that that will conquer all That that's all they need And it's only when reality gives them a very, very stiff uppercut That they realize that there's a lot more to life There's a lot more to relationships There's certainly a lot more to, to marriage mm. than, than, than love And it's, it's when, in our case, certainly when Your reality is now
2: yeah what were those those realities you talked about
0: um i i I think personally i think the 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 biggest misstep if, if if i can put it that way on my part was leaning on one's own strength on one's own experience thinking that look i've 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 been i've been around the block for for quite a while i was um I'm, I'm i'm quite a bit older than funke there's a nine year four month age gap and mm. i felt you know i'm i'm world i've 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 done a thing or two and to a large extent funke should be uh dancing to my step mm-hmm. and i should be on the dance floor i should be i, sh- I should be the one uh, dictating things but again that was where that was where things started uh, going awry And um, it's only later on with the benefit of hindsight that one realizes the importance of putting God first, of looking at the foundation on which one is standing and realizing that if God does not constitute that foundation, then whatever that foundation is, is definitely shaky and the slightest uh, headwind, the slightest um, uh, atmospheric <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> interference, then everything starts, starts falling
2: to pieces. And that's p- precisely what we experienced. All right, Funke, you want to break it down? He spoke in broad strokes. You want to get that pencil and sharpen it and just start scribbling a thing or two? Specifics now, what happened? You guys dated for five years. Nice and sweet. Finally got married. Then, boom! Almost immediately, what happened?
3: Um, I think the realities hit us. Um,
2: What realities? Realities that you were not compatible. You, the economic reality. What? I
1: mean, um, it's it's
3: different when you're dating someone. Mm -hmm. You get to go home. You get to do other things. You have other. Friends, lives and all of, that, all of that And then coming together As a married couple You're in your face 24-7 you, you know if Like in our case I didn't start work immediately My husband went off to work He would come home So there were certain expectations And some of them on my part were unrealistic mm. And um, I would say those were The initial issues And how I communicated that to my husband Mm. you know Mm. what the issues were so they were really about um me relying on my husband to make me happy him Mm. being the you know being my everything my whole world sort of revolved around him
2: because he was much older than yes so i looked up to him for everything Mm. basically so would you say that was wrong
3: no it wasn't it wasn't wrong but i think it was um the expectations were unrealistic because mm-hmm. it, it, but we're wired differently, men mm-hmm. and men and women. Mm. So looking, I think it's unfair to look to one individual and expect that one individual to make you happy, to make you, to, to meet all your needs. Mm. And I had to, um, you know, after the six-year you six and a half years apart and all of that you know like you started off in your intro you did say that um you know life life forces you to stop mm. look and listen mm. and that i think that that was what happened mm. you know at mm. the, the onset i didn't i didn't pause i just went straight into the marriage and i had expectation this was how it was going to be we're going to live happily ever after mm. i didn't think about the in-betweens mm. what will happen how how will how will i contribute towards making him happy or mm. making you know towards our own happiness and i just expected things to just happen mm. so i think it's important that we're deliberate you know going was that, into Was there was
2: pressure on you you know her expectations of you uh, would you say you put pressure on you uh, definitely and i think listening
1: to
0: funke in in the same way that her own expectations of me were not Re, were not realistic. I think the expectations I had of
2: myself also were extremely unrealistic. Okay, and pause there. What, was, what were you expecting? Just one or two things.
3: Um, to to love me—that's not that's not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, to, him, and to show it to me in, in ways that I could understand, hmm. and to put me before. Family to put. I, I I wanted to be first place, and okay. I didn't feel that. And I, for for a woman, it's important that we we feel that we mm. we know that we hear that we are affirmed you, things like that. So um, I would say those were the expectations. But because I didn't, I would just sulk. I rather than communicate those things to him to talk yeah. about them. You know, so those were those were the, the those were the. Yeah the things really that caused conflict was how i come how the lack of communication there was no communication there was no you know you probably thought you were
2: doing your thing as in showing her love but showing it in your own way i suppose i did as far as
0: that that was the problem because as 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 funke said she was not see as from her own eyes i was probably putting other people first sometimes family sometimes mm. friends and for me that was the last thing on my mind there was no there was I didn't I didn't understand who she was talking to- yes. because for me that was not my reality so I didn't when when I heard this from her I was thinking to myself is she talking about me how is mm-hmm. this possible mm. and of course the difference between married life and dating is that one is not under one 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 is not constantly under the spotlight while dating because one always has an avenue to retreat you date you drop the person back home you drop the person back Mm. in school whatever Mm. it is but having to deal with in your face every your face, day, absolutely, twenty-four-seven. Things that you didn't say, things that you didn't mean, things that you didn't imply. <laughs> as it hits you, it is really. I, I used to box in university, and I think that's an interesting analogy. <laughs> it's like being put in the corner and, and being whacked non-stop. <laughs> you know, not everybody has a Muhammad Ali sort of rope-a-dope type <laughs> <laughs> expertise to 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 you know for the other person to to literally hmm. uh, uh, box themselves to a standstill. But yeah. it's it's a very serious problem. You cannot dictate how your partner feels. And again, that's something True. one doesn't pick up in again while while dating. One says something, one does something, and the 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 response one gets from one's partner oftentimes is not one is not what one expects simply because the partner maybe heard something different yeah the, the partner saw something different Saw there was a nuance that the partner picked up mm. that was not at all intended yeah. and once that starts it's it can take the relationship or that situation it takes it off a tangent. totally different yeah. trajectory mm. which can you know m- m- might not be uh, might, might not be um, corrected and sometimes it's it's never corrected and by the time these things start to build up, they can they can get to a point where you're literally sitting on a volcano about to erupt and I think for a lot of us for a lot of for a lot of um, uh, married couples when that eruption takes place everybody just runs for cover
2: and just digs in their heels mm. and
0: says you know what it's your fault no mm. it's your fault mm. and not owning blame, things not yeah, taking
2: responsibility absolutely, absolutely. just throwing faults here and there yeah
0: and by the time of course family members come into the mix and then friends get into the mix it's just it, it's very very messy
2: okay tell me about um your time apart you know at some point you had to move out
0: well i, I won't say that i had to move out it was a decision <laughs> i made hmm. I, I i decided to move out because things were becoming very um very volatile let's 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 put it that way could you ever? have
2: gotten help from Counselors, church people. You guys are Christians, right? We are. Yeah. yeah. Church people. Well, family. There's this thing about family meaning well, but not... Um, you know, family comes into situations like this. They mean well, but it rubs off badly on either you or Funke. Did you get help? Just weave it into you now having to be away. Well... Definitely, over the
0: six and a half years, we went through the whole nine yards. There's nobody we didn't talk to, there's no category of counselors or helpers or advisors that we did not we did not, we did not reach out to. But unfortunately, again, looking at it from my own perspective, my, my biggest mistake was not getting down on my knees and asking God for for guidance asking God for advice because ultimately you know human beings uh you know obviously have their have their frailties have their prejudices and you're not really you're not, you're not dealing with somebody who really has all the answers you're mm-hmm. not dealing with someone who's been through it all who knows one inside out who knows one's partner inside inside out so that was where I definitely made a very big mistake and I was, you know, I it, it, I always joke that um, Funke was sending a uh, Scud spiritual Scud Missiles to me in the form of uh, scriptures throughout, oh. even in the early days of the separation, but definitely throughout the six and a half years that I couldn't make sense of and after a while, quite frankly, they irritated me. To no end, and they actually
2: started to, to resent them. So, at your point of separation, you still kept in touch, as in with with text, mess, text messages. Um, we had to because of the children. Mm. We mm.
3: we had to, we tried to maintain a civil mm. <laughs> um, relationship, um, but it didn't it didn't, work. It, mm. didn't um, it wasn't that civil because of the hurt, the pain. Um, but I like to go back a little bit and Please. <laughs> and um you know very early in the relationship as well we god was no longer the center you know of our relationship and i and i also think that in fact i know that that was really what um that was the end i would i would say there was so we started relying on our own strength on our own knowledge and wisdom to guide us through the relationship so when you when you asked about um you know had we tried counseling did you try church and i think we felt if we couldn't help each other nobody nobody could and it took a while to go back to that place where Mm -hmm. you recognize that you can't change anybody Mm -hmm. it's better in fact, it's best you just go to the person's creator, mm. and you report the person, and you you know you talk it over with God, and then you you also need strength, and you need someone bigger than you to open your eyes to see your own fault, and that I, I think doing that for me during the time that we were separated, um, you know, I I, I said um, stop, look, and listen. Looking at you know, t- it helped me refocus. It helped me look at you know my own contribution what I contributed to the relationship um, that made it end up the way it was we were, we were both happy we were in love why did why couldn't we just um, you know I stay like together? what you said
2: now sorry to cut in that you had to look at what you did to contribute to bring it to where it was mm-hmm. you were owning the fact that hey look part of this is my fault so let me search myself you know someone would probably say, yeah, it's his fault. Now he's a man of the house. He should know everything and all of that. You know, that is key.
3: Well, it took me a while to get there, to be honest with you. Oh, you got there anyway. uh, <laughs> It took me, well, after, the, after months and I think uh, a year and a half of, of you know, playing the blaming game mm-hmm. and, um, you know, saying, oh, shegon ought to know better. Mm-hmm. Again, expectations. Um, it, you know, life forces you that's that's the truth. Whether it's with an illness, or you you lose money, or you're waiting for something, or it's a it's a bad marriage, it forces you to stop, or to pause, and then you begin. So some people will not look. They will not look. They won't do the looking part. They'll just rush into another relationship. So it forced me to take a look at what we had done wrong, what I contributed to the breakdown of communication and our relationship, and and then turn it over to God because I just didn't know what to do anymore. And mm. we had talked to family and and, and people and counselors, and mm. so it forced me to get on my knees and, mm. and, and, and
2: How did you handle him being away?
3: Oh, it was very it was very painful like I said getting, when when we got married I was well, relatively young mm. and my whole life really Depended. it revolved around him you know and so I, 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 I had to get a job it forced me to to get a job to 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 reach out to friends so I had I had you know and then good people around me church and all of that um, but how did I? I was I was miserable. I was I was devastated. I I just never thought that I would, I would be. I, I would call it rejection. That's how I felt. That my husband would say I wasn't I wasn't good enough after um, five years. Yeah, five years of um, being married. It was
1: about five.
0: And the, the interesting thing there again is that those are the same words that <coughs> I was playing around with in my head. That I was not good enough that i had done everything that a woman who was without a shadow of a doubt i mean i wasn't playing around she was the center of my life Mm. and yet i would get the wrong responses and yet i would love her i would as far as i was concerned i was putting her on a pedestal Mm. but as 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 funke said from her own perspective
2: perspective it was other
0: people she was at the back of the queue And how do you reconcile? How do you reconcile both? <laughs> and, and for me, I think uh, to a large extent, the fact that. I I was not playing my role as a priest of the of of the house that's mm-hmm. that's the honest to goodness truth and I and obviously because of that I had not uh, we had not made a conscious decision to say you know what this is our family altar it is sacrosanct mm-hmm. and I was um, at a church the a, a few weeks ago and I realized on looking at there was a sign there was a, one of these flexi boards outside the church auditorium that had a a list of items prohibited items at one the congregants are not are not allowed to take into the into the auditorium, and it includes, you know, obviously weapons and um, you know <laughs> <laughs> offensive materials, you know, um, um, you know, hazardous materials, and all that. And it occurred to me that in with a family altar, that is how it has to be treated. That when husband and wife, obviously based on a conscious decision, this is our family altar. We're going to devote our lives to God. We're going to uh, um, uh, give God the the pride of place that He deserves. When we go to the altar, when a couple goes to the altar, they should be. We, sh- we should be looking at checking in, depositing yeah. outside yeah. outside the family altar all these hazardous things materials, that shouldn't be there. And it can be anger, it can be you know jealousy, it can be you know hard unforgiveness, mm. whatever it is. But the minute one takes it to the altar, then the altar is polluted. So mm. it's no longer no longer have that that purity of, of of heart that God expects of us and that that our partner that our partner expects of us. So again, with the benefit of hindsight. If one could do things all, o- all over again, I would say that mm. one would have to carve out that, that 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 altar and really keep it hollow and give it the you know the dignity that it 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 um, deserves.
2: I'm talking with Shego and Funke at Energy. They're up here in the men's room, broken and mending. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll bring you more taking us up the hour. Stay with us. This is Men's Room. Alright, you're on to the Men's Room. I'm Onimisi Adaba, broken and mended with the Atenijis. I'm talking Shegun and Funke. They've got their story. If you've been following, if you're just hooking up, you missed out on a whole lot. But let's see how much you can get right up to the top of the hour. Now, in the midst of all of this, you still had children at what point did the kids come out and how did you make it because there you were having difficulties having challenges in communicating in loving yourselves and being a happy couple and all of that yet i guess the kids came out yeah <laughs> how did that happen how were you able to balance that
3: well at the beginning it wasn't all all um dislike and Hate, hate, and mm. resentment. Mm. Um, the love was still there, mm. and um, we would make up. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make up yeah. and make out. <laughs> 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 so I Whoa. guess that's You call this a family program? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's, so good. it's all good. It's all good.
3: So that was the making up mm. bit, and you know again love just wasn't enough yeah. there were there were things that were not being said there were things that were being swept under the carpet and we just didn't um know how to deal with those things or the, to, we were speaking sometimes and not speaking we we just were not communicating the the so, wrong language we did yeah. we just you know he 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 would he, we would talk but i think we were just talking above
2: our heads you weren't feeling yourselves there was, no. um, it was emotions were lost in and all of that right how did the kids take it you know in the period where you had the storms did they know was there any form of display in front of them you know anger and rage and arguments and all of that how how did they take it and how did you handle it with them
3: when we first separated they were they were they were very young
2: the you were three kids by the way
3: yes we the, f- the first is now 16 going 16 on going 17. on 17 mm. um, 14 and then we've got a six year old mm. as well so then we were just two 16, boys 16, 14 and 5 six. going
2: on 6 5, Five going, going on six. 6 that's like the love child
3: union child union baby yeah. union <laughs> baby Um, so when we first got separated um, there were three and one Mm. so they were were pretty young but you know growing Mm. up they would you know different houses go mom's house dad's house Mm. so there came a time that we needed to explain to them yeah um, what, what was, was happening. happening and yes they did see some of our arguments and mm. I think that was part of the reason why Shagun felt he he needed that you know we needed a time apart mm. um, because I would flare up I would you know I was I had <laughs> I would throw tantrums and and all of that and mm. and he he felt it was better we were apart and that the children wouldn't see all of that and try mm-hmm. to Sort things out, but I always felt that you know we could do it together. But how? I just you know we didn't mm. have the right skills at the time, mm. and we didn't bother to even look for the right skills. Mm.
0: And um, also, I think because because um, <clears throat> because the the, the, the children were, were were so young, I think it's it's again with the benefit of hindsight, the reason I think the reason marriage is under such constant attack. <clears throat> excuse me by 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 the devil is that if the devil is lucky just once in a home if he if there's a little crack and the devil makes his way into that crack, it can affect very quickly it can affect so many generations not just husband not just the couple and their children but even their parents because obviously they're going to be sucked into it mm. as will their as will their siblings and it can be very very horrible it can be very painful even with the best intentions in the world mm. blood is always thicker than water mm-hmm. I mean when by the time parents get involved and try and you know throw in their own um, their, their own wisdom and, and yeah. siblings try and guide one friends yeah. who've been through 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 divorce it's they're, they're always going to be you know there's always going to be um they're, they're always going to be biases and 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 so on no matter how well intentioned the you know the the, the i can imagine the are.
2: spread by the spread now i mean um the animosity spreading to the in-laws mm. being outlaws <laughs> <laughs> absolutely
0: and it becomes it it, it, it at, a, at at a point it definitely became toxic i mean r- radioactive hmm. it was really really wow. bad and Again, that's where the devil is very wily because he just needs to put a, get a wedge in that in that door. And that's it. And that and that's it. That's it. It becomes it just unleashes something that's that's the, you know, it, it sets off a chain reaction that's that's very difficult to to control. So, and and again, by the time one is talking about <clears throat> is playing mind games, I moved out. I decided, you know, there was no there there, there was no point I couldn't make I couldn't get uh, Funke to to see where I was coming from. She yeah. didn't seem to believe me. She didn't seem to to understand where you know what what I was trying to do. So by the time one now says, okay, one has some space and one decides that one is going to um, is 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 going to um, you know take some 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 time out. By the time women get involved, or you know the members of the opposite sex get involved for one reason or the other. It's again that makes the slippery slope even even slipperier or more slippery (laughs) because, um, because it's it it becomes by the time one is now talking about soul ties, by the time infidelity gets into the you know gets into the mix, or did that come?
2: Did that happen? It did happen, it did, it it,
0: it did, yeah, it it happened, and um, Mm. again, that complicated matters, that complicated matters, and it's from you or from her, from me, from 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 me, and. You know, because by the time you 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 with with the problem one is already dealing with, you now bring in infidelity, you bring in the issue of soul ties, mm-hmm. it becomes that much more complicated and that much more difficult to extricate oneself from and i we've we've, we've and i have sort of been in the, in the course of um trying to learn from our our experience we've we've looked into the issue of soul ties what the bible says about about uh, infidelity what the medical world says about the dangers of of, of um Extramarital sex, and one of the things that really struck us, and definitely came as a real wake-up call for me, was that medically, when a man ejaculates in a woman, the the man's uh, part of the man's DNA gets embedded in the woman's system in the mm. walls of her in her tissue walls, yeah. and they remain embedded. They can remain embedded for decades, so that by the time the woman now becomes pregnant for somebody else. The pregnancy, the the child can assume the traits of a cell donor, a sperm donor yeah. of decades earlier. This and is science
2: and, uh, now. This is, this is, not is now. This is medical. It's called. It's air.
0: called. Yes, this is science now. Medical science. It's called uh, microchimerism. Word yeah. up! <laughs> I mean, that's all I can say. Word. And and it's something that I think everybody needs to take seriously because it, it makes it easier to understand why sometimes. Men or, or women who are having affairs find it difficult to break up their affair. They might yeah, want to, yeah, they'll, they'll be saying, I want to, and the other live but, part, I, I, can't, one, but yeah. I can't. And it's because of the soul ties. And in again, in the course of um, of, of 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 um, you know, just just putting our ear to the ground, I came across a a um, a, a female blog that talks about STDs, mm. uh, not sexually trans- um, um, transmitted diseases, but sexually transmitted mm. demons which is basically what goes on when a man when when people are unfaithful when you know when 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 um individuals decide that they're going to um uh, sleep around especially when there are multiple partners involved yeah it becomes very 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 messy indeed and one of the things in fact from our female blog we saw a there was a very graphic photo of a torso that was split into a you know like one of those torsos you get from um from um an like autopsy some, yeah like an autopsy yeah. Half of the body is the, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a man the other half is a woman, but inside right in the torso are female and male faces mm. representing the different partners sexual partners yeah the male yeah. you know the, 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 the couple have had and it means that it's basically you know, emphasizing the point that you, there's no getting away from the fact that these sex these um, uh, soul ties have taken place and it will require something spiritual to unravel the sexual so it's and it, you know one takes those things home. When a husband and wife are living mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. You want yeah. to, it, it, those sex ties go home, and then of course, if the if the couple now have sex, it makes it all the more. <laughs> there's confusion. The there's uh, <laughs> there's the conundrum. Real <laughs> conundrum. Real conundrum. Real <laughs> conundrum. So um, it's it's a very very serious matter, and it's something that I think um, far too many of us, especially men, take for granted. And I think it's it's really important to not just drive home the scriptural basis for for fidelity for stressing the importance of fidelity but also looking at the 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 medical physical um, and uh, medical angles as well it's very
2: important wow how (laughs) did you get to forgive this
3: for me that was the easy part to be honest with you really yes because um I mean that was much later. Um initially <laughs> Shagun didn't admit it. She didn't know I was gonna say I didn't know did you know? She didn't know for a long time. But I suspected. <laughs> yeah. And I and I did and tell did and I, did, and I, did tell, and I found out a lot of things. I mean, because when uh our, our our separation and the the, the, the process of um Shango asking for a divorce, um I had to arm myself because <laughs> I felt very vulnerable and I didn't want anybody to take children away from me and all of that so I looked for a lot of evidence (laughs) Mm. so I did discover some things and um so it was later on. I mean, when we came back together and we would talk, and he he finally admitted. But I had gone past all of that. We had gone past all of that. And I think forgiveness is key in in mm. any area of of our lives. Yeah. If 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 you want God to forgive you, you you better forgive people. Basically, if you want anything from God, you should you should you should forgive. And there's no there's no sense or. Uh, there's no point in harboring ill will against anybody or, or you know, holding anything against anybody because mm. it's not healthy. Mm. And if you truly love somebody, you're, you're able to, to forgive. And, and if you want a, a fresh start, you have to let go of a lot of things.
2: At what point did you begin the journey towards starting fresh and starting new to be where you are right now?
3: Like I said, he uh, it didn't. It didn't start immediately. I, I went through all the "woe is me," uh, playing the victim.
2: Um, it, feeling you rejected you playing the victim. You <laughs> were playing the victim in your head, oh, and you yes. he was playing the victim there. <laughs> and like you said, that was a crack. <laughs> that was a crack that was seen and was just capitalized on and just.
3: Yes, anyway. and I would have. Um, you know, I would try to numb myself. I never used to drink Then I would drink I would go out Party with friends Things like that You know Just trying to numb myself yeah. I didn't want mm. to feel You know All the hurt And the pain mm. And all of So I went through All of that And then at some point When I got tired Of all of that And I they weren't doing me any good They weren't doing My husband any good I I decided to go back On my knees And to go back To the source of my strength And the The the, the the one who created marriage and go back with the broken pieces so I think that was that was a turning point for me and I realized early that I couldn't change my husband I I hmm. loved him still so I went back and I prayed about him I prayed for his soul I realized that my marriage that our marriage wasn't um as important as as him being right with God as me being right with God, so I I, I think I focused more on that, on 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 developing myself. You know, I, I focused on my job, on the children, on having healthy friendships, and um, built a life outside of him. Of him, mm. I think that's also important. There's, there there should be a balance, and that I think that was what I didn't get right at the beginning. Mm. You know, I I, I <laughs> suffocated him. I think <laughs> at the beginning um okay i think that's uh yeah i
1: i
0: i I, um i i definitely went through some very very dark chapters That, you know the sort of chapters that one the sort of experiences that one won't wish on one's enemy and i realized that pain can be so intense that it can literally make one feel like saying you know what I'm done Mm. I'm done I'm done with marriage (coughs) I'm done with trying sometimes sometimes, I'm done with life sometimes Mm. I'm done with life which Mm. is precisely where I'm going and I always used to listen to there's some uh, you know there there are a couple of radio stations I used to listen to at night and I would listen to um, callers telling the um, anchor about how they wanted to end it all and I never used to understand it I always used to think that Suicidal tendencies were, were um, a sign of a sick mind, mm. and it was only later on that I realized, just listening to people and then looking around and then looking at how I felt, looking at some, you know, some, some of these dark places that I was at, that suicidal tendencies just a, it's an unanswered cry for help. Mm. It's nothing more than that. Yeah. You know, obviously, some people. There are some mental issues sometimes, yeah, but a lot the extreme, of the time, but in the extreme, but mm. a lot of the time, people don't know where to turn to. Hopelessness. Cre- it's just hopelessness. hopelessness. It's helplessness, and yeah. people just say no. And you know, even you know, to the point where you know, one is thinking, okay, I'm going to settle scores, even if I end it all. I'm going mm. to write a, um, you know, I'm going to leave a, a, a suicide note. So that. Yeah. I will absolve myself of every, you know of any kind of uh, blame. You'll know how I really felt. Blah blah blah. And again, it's something that can happen so quickly, and it's just the grace of God that keeps everybody on an even keel. But at the, at the same time, what what made me snap out of uh, any kind of thoughts about about ending it all? Number one, I still loved Funke. In spite of everything, mm. I did still I loved my mm. children, mm. Um, and I love life to be to, to, <laughs> to, to be to be to be honest. And I realized that there was no way, and and also I was smart enough to realize that. Look, if I. You know, if, if one does anything stupid, one is still gonna have to answer to God, and you can't say, you know, one won't be able to say. You that lose here and you
2: know. lose there. Mm-hmm. There's oh. that'll be, I mean, that's
0: that's a qu- that's a <laughs> more than a double whammy, probably an infinite whammy, you know. So um, so that that was one, you know, that that was something that that, that sort of made me stand back. And secondly, I went for um a program at the um, at a, a, one of a Pentecostal Church, a Holy Ghost Night uh, service, and there was an altar call. And I, you know, I, I, I went to the front of the church, and this, this was after we'd actually been given the um, um, the interim divorce. And at the time, the day the 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 day we were the, the interim divorce was actually granted, the judge said that she'd be praying for us, <clears throat> that she was really unhappy that she'd have to 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 grant my request since I had initiated divorce proceedings, but that she'd be praying for us. And next time, I. We, the, the two of us um, were, were in her court, her courtroom. We would tell her that we'd reconciled and that we'd, we'd arranged a really, um, really elaborate uh, holiday in some mm. exotic destination. And I, I, I was, it was, it was very, it was almost heartbreaking for me to listen to that because I knew where she was coming from. She obviously had our files in front of her. She'd seen mm-hmm. the family photos, seen yes. photos of the children, and it was, you know, God bless her soul. She had, you know, she was wishing us well, but there was no way, as far as I was concerned. That it could happen because by then we'd run the whole gauntlet of counselors, you know, different helpers, counsellors, friends, church. We even went yeah. to England. So it's, you know, on some top-notch specialist. When I think about how much <laughs> that's Psychologists. that psychology, psychology, <laughs> Psychologists. <laughs> <I don't>, ah. <laughs> you
1: know,
0: it's But but the missing link in the whole thing, certainly again stressing from my own perspective, the missing link in the whole thing was God. Because even when one was was talking to friends and you know family those who said stay those who said go nobody said stay or go because of you know there was no scriptural basis mm. so it was mm. all based on mm. personal opinion and yeah. you know that if it's not god's way it's the wrong way no matter mm. what you know what one says no matter where one is coming from so that was you know so 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 that was that so at the holy ghost night i i, I basically during the altar call i basically um laid down on my stomach i started to cry and um, you know, I, I, I was literally flat out on the floor. And by the time I stood up, and I looked around me, I was surrounded by people who had also answered the, the the auto call, and there were those who just who had put down different
2: petitions, ties to their
0: well, well, just things that tied them to their to their past. They were oh, okay. you know, we, yeah. whether they were, you know yeah. weapons and amulets and mm. this that and the other. And um, that was for me my own the 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 most graphic. The most poignant spiritual encounter i've ever had in my life because i knew that i was in god's house i knew i was in god's presence but i knew just looking at those items on the floor that those were the devil's deposits those are the ways those, those are some of the ways through which the devil controls people and those are some of the sort of a, you know the the, the, the alluring um, um, uh, devices that the devil uses in order to draw people in and I know that the devil will definitely give people sh- offer people shortcuts, whether it's to get a partner, whether it's to keep a partner, whether it's to get rid of a, a competitor, whether it's mm-hmm. to do well in business. Mm-hmm. But obviously, one always has to read the small print because you know that that the 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 payback is always very co- is you know is, is, is very costly. But um, I, I also realized that I couldn't change myself. You know, I, I realized that it was a pro- it was a question of a choice. God was basically telling showing me that you can choose light, the path of light, you can choose the path of, of, of darkness. And, uh, and, and also that in terms of my marriage, that I was trying to influence, or I was trying to change Funke, but that I can't even change myself without mm. the grace of God. It was just it was there at the altar I realized it for the first time. And that the best way to make my marriage work, to heal the marriage, to heal myself, repair the relationship, was to focus inwards, try and change myself. And Fonké would see that, and that would prompt her to try and see, yeah, change, change herself as opposed to you know trying to to impose it. So something so simple, I realized there and then at the at that, at that altar, and that's what um, that that's what made me realize that it was not that the, the marriage was not over. So obviously from there, I now went back to and tried to convince her that uh, look, oh, we could actually make this thing work. But by then, I think she was—if she had an exorcist, she would have told the person to. But um, so that's how we started the—you the, know—the process of trying to of, of reconciling. Mm. And you know, thank God, it had a, a happy ending. And uh, eventually, Kunyan okay, slowly lowered, slow—you know—gradually she lowered her. Guard. <laughs> after the initial and understandable skepticism but mm. um, eventually mm. eventually it clicked it
2: Clicked. I'm happy for you guys not too many people have the same story that you have or have uh, this story of um, happy endings and all of that it's a process yes you've overcome this um, I'm not saying this will come but you'll also have other challenges that will come your way but the fact that you've been able to overcome this major one mm-hmm. would be like those other ones would be like a walk in the park
0: no we expect uh, again we were even discussing it the other day uh, you, I mean you you hit the nail on the head there's anybody even even Christians no matter how much one knows no matter what one has gone through one takes one's eyes off the road at one's peril mm. the devil does not sleep mm. Um, that's what he's looking for. He's just he's just waiting for one to lower one's guard and then in he comes. So one can, absolutely must never ever think that one knows it all, one's done it all, God is on my side, I love God, I worship. There's there's no that, and that's why the Bible says that we always have to we, we must we must always watch and pray because the devil is always on the lookout and he literally sifts people like like wheat because he he knows where our Achilles tendons are. And it's just a question of the right time, mm. you know, right, um, you know, right, right, um, right, right method in order to to, to reel us in. And so, I also um, think it's a
3: it's also important that the self assessment is continuous. Mm. One, we must never get to a point where you feel oh you've arrived, and because you've yeah. over, because you overcame um, challenges or certain difficult situations together, nothing else can shake you mm. or shake that foundation. As long as it's anchored on God, you've learned lessons from where you're coming from and you, you 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 continue to keep that open, honest relationship and, you know, it's it's easier to it's easier now, I mean, to talk. We talk we talk more than we've ever than yeah. we than we did when, you know, we were together the first time, um, as husband and wife. So it's important that you just keep assessing and then you trust um, each other as well it's okay for me to say something to Shegon, he doesn't Take feel exactly you know. the wrong way mm. it's important that he, he knows that I've got his back and he's got mine mm. because all of that has been tried and tested over, over the years so.
2: and you're solid as a rock <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: a
3: big amen.
2: Yeah. amen thank you so much for coming I really appreciate it. (laughs) And all it took was a phone call. I called him. That was it. Then we followed up with text messages. And thank you for coming.
3: Thank Thank you for for having us. (laughs) I
2: really appreciate (laughs) it. And we look forward to having you more in the men's room. This is not it. I'm going to be calling you guys subsequently, you know, whenever the need arises. It's a men's room. I'm Onimisi Adaba. If you enjoyed it, let's um, carry on the chat on Twitter. Just follow us on Twitter and be part of it. All right. Till next time. Over and out.
1: Yeah.